Welcome to Well Within Reach, an MTS therapy and wellness podcast. MTS Therapy and Wellness is an independent, locally owned company by a group of therapists with a home base in Lafayette, Louisiana since 1983. The company was started by maverick physical therapists for their time who had a desire to treat patients from a holistic perspective. The company is now led by a group of individuals who are bonded together by their same idea from 30 years ago, treating people wholly through the common disciplines of physical, occupational, and speech therapy. We share a common desire to treat our clients and our team through mind, body, and spirit. Our tribe of professionals have come together to form a perfect storm of therapy know-how and personal growth cravings. As a rapidly growing company, we're always looking to expand our footprint and our tribe. Our goal is to help people on their journey toward their best self. The goal of this podcast is to share information that we find important and interesting as we navigate the world of therapy, business, and leadership. Your goals are well within reach, and we are here to help. Today, I would like to welcome the guest to our podcast, Mr. Pat Richards, Associate Director of Sports Medicine for the UL Raging Cajun football team. Welcome. Hey, JD. Uh, Appreciate you having me on here. I'm excited to uh, get to have this experience with you. Yes, we appreciate you being on today, and we are excited about what you're going to share with the audience members today. Uh, let's just start off with a little bit of introduction. Can you tell us a little bit about your past and yourself, please? Sure, sure thing. So, yeah, like you said, I'm uh, this title is Associate Director of Sports Medicine here at University of Louisiana, and so I'm the head football athletic trainer here. Um, you know, a little bit about my background. I'm uh, from Dallas, Texas originally. Uh, I did my undergrad at uh, TCU, so Texas Christian University there in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, got my um, got my bachelor's in athletic training there, um, and you know I was lucky enough during my time there uh, to do an internship for a year with the Dallas Cowboys during my time there. And uh, you know once I graduated TCU, had passed my certification exam, um, and so went on then to be a graduate assistant athletic trainer at the University of Utah. So I was working as a certified athletic trainer um, with a football team at University of Utah while also getting my master's. Um, and so got my master's in exercise and sports science with a, um, with a specialty in sports medicine while I was there. Um, from there, went on, I did a year internship with the University of Louisville football team. Um, and then kind of from there, got my first, you know, full-time job, I guess you could say, uh, went on to be uh, assistant athletic trainer with the football team at Mississippi State University for three years. Um, and then that was uh, my last stop before getting here to University of Louisiana, where I started in January of 2019. Um, so just finished up my first season and uh, getting ready here to start, start my second. So that's a little bit about, a little bit about my background. As you can see, an extensive history, man, uh, all across the country working with multiple football teams at multiple levels, both college and professional. Uh, let's just dive a little bit into the, the difference that you've noticed. I know you said you had a short stint with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what would you say the biggest difference is between uh, dealing with the, the college athletes that you deal with currently and, and the professional athletes, if there's any major differences uh, from a sports medicine perspective? Sure. You know, from, uh, you know, I'll say this, you know, that uh, that was, you know, an incredible experience for me and the Dallas Cowboys um, athletic training staff there. They're one of, uh, you know, they're one of the longest tenured and most respected, you know, throughout the league. 
um, you know, those guys were and continue to be, you know, great, you know, mentors for me and great resources. And that was just like an awesome experience to work with them and just kind of see, see how they do things on a daily basis. And, um, you know, the one thing, you know, I think that they did such a great job of and still do a great job of there. And this across all levels, whether you're an athletic trainer working at high school or college or, or pro team, you know, their, their number one priority there is the, you know, gaining the trust of their athletes, the people they work with, you know, that's bottom line before anything else. That's, that's number one, what they're doing, you know, and obviously the NFL, um, you know, a little bit more of a um, business like approach there to things, you know, so obviously the um, influx uh, of players, you know, players come and go, you know, um, pretty regularly. And, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be guys in any organization that, um, you know, stay there for long periods of time. But, you know, for a large part, maybe there's some guys who might only be there for two weeks or some guys might be there for two games, maybe two seasons, you know. And so, you know, one thing about college is, you know, it's a unique opportunity to, um, you know, <clears throat> start with a guy who comes in as a true freshman, is 17 or 18 years old, and then spend four or five years with them and see, uh, you know, see that development of the person, you know, personally, physically and all that, you know, and get to kind of probably what is the greatest period of growth in their life and to see them, you know, evolve and develop during that, I think is one of the things that, you know, for me is, you know, real special about the collegiate setting, um, you know, and that, that ability then to, to really build that relationship with the players and get to know them. And, and, um, you know, it's one of the things that I love most about, about this job. And, you know, to me, I think that, you know, for me personally, why I've, you know, chosen to stay in college, I think kind of goes back to that and just, you know, that ability to be able to build that relationship with the, with the athletes at a college level and see that growth over time, I think is something special and unique to college. And, um, you know, probably the probably the main you know main difference there between between the two. Excellent, excellent. Talk a little bit about your staff that you currently have with football uh, at Louisiana um, regarding your athletic trainers. How many and, and what roles do they play with you? Sure. So there's um, three uh, full time certified athletic trainers um, working with the football team. So myself, uh, Matt Wozniak. Um, so Matt came to us in March of 2019. Um, and so he came to us after two years uh, working with the Miami Dolphins in the NFL. Um, and, you know, does a fantastic job for us. And then also Shana Sinceri, who joined us, you know, in July. So just before the beginning of the season there in 2019. And so she joined us after a season with being with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then prior to that, working two years as a graduate assistant with the Florida State uh, football team. So, you know, we're a, uh, we're a very young staff and, you know, honestly it makes it a lot of fun. We're all, you know, hungry and humble to learn. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to work with great people and have some great experiences, you know, along the way. And, um, but I think that's kind of our main thing there. We're just always, always hungry to learn. And, you know, I think that's, that's one, one of the main reasons why you know, I think of the relationship with us and, 
and you and Brian Sonia, you know, I think is so, is so great because we all kind of share that passion and, um, you know, it's, it just, it makes things, makes things pretty fun. Excellent. Yeah. You, you mentioned hungry and, and young staff, uh, talk a little bit besides the athletic trainers, you know, one of the major core competencies in healthcare is interdisciplinary team. So talk a little bit about the whole sports medicine team and, uh, all the way from the team physicians to uh, other healthcare professionals that may be helping you at the college level keep these athletes on the field of play. Right. Yeah. You said that's a, it's certainly a team approach, you know, and so, um, you know, I think it obviously starts at the top within our department. That's, you know, Travis Swallow, who's our um, assistant AD, you know, director of sports medicine, who I think has, you know, put together a, a pretty awesome program here at University of Louisiana and, you know, has done such a great job of, you know, growing it and, and you know, allowing allowing each sport, not just football, to, to you know, get the, they get the coverage and the help and the, you know, provide the care um, that each of those athletes need. And, you know, so he's our director. And so we, you know, we take certainly our, you know, direction and philosophy from him. And I think he's done a great job of that. Um, Dr. Amanda Phillips, you know, on the, on the kind of gen med internal medicine side um, is our you know, main team physician, her along with Dr. Sean Ali and two, um, two fellow physicians that they, that they bring in each year. I think mean, just do a, um, outstanding job, you know, so like I said, internal medicine, so dealing with athletes who are ill or, you know, our concussions, um, things like that. They're, you're at the forefront of, of, you know, handling those, handling those situations with us and then have a great team of, of orthopedic surgeons that we work with, um, mostly out of uh, LOS, you know, lead by our, our, you know, kind of uh, medical director is Dr. Michael Duvall um, over there at LOS and I mean him and then you know we work a lot with Dr. Thomas Montgomery as well um, specifically with football and you know all those guys they do an incredible job and you know the I guess the one thing that you know is so great for us as athletic trainers you know for them is just their um, accessibility you know these guys are all great physicians and everyone in town wants to go see these guys and, you know, they always make time and always, um, you know, are there for us with anything we need with an athlete. And so um, we certainly, we certainly can't do any of the things we do without their support, without their guidance. And so we're very fortunate to have them. Um, and then of course, you know, uh, working with MTS, you know, with our, with our, you know, mostly our kind of long-term um you know, surgical patients and, um, you know, with football, you know, we work a lot with, you know, Brian Sonia mostly, but, you know, JD, you and I have worked together with guys and, you know, John Broussard too a lot. And I was saying you guys are, you know, it's like talking to y'all is just again, like talking with Matt or Shana, you know, our staff, you guys are, are part of the staff, part of the team and understand, you know, how, you know, everything works and we're all on the same page and working towards, kind of the same goals right which is the healthcare and you know service that we provide to our to our student athletes and so you know again it goes even further than that where we have massage therapists that we use you know chiropractors who uh, are able to come to the facility and work with our athletes uh pre-covid um you know at least and uh, and again even ophthalmologists dentists you know oral surgeons you know we have a whole great you know, expansive team 
like like you said, that they are willing and ready to help our UL Raging Cajuns at any at any given time. And so we're very, very fortunate. And again, Travis, I think, has done an incredible job of, you know, securing those relationships. Um, and, and you know, we're, we're very fortunate for the help and that we do have and the love that everybody has for Raging Cajuns and our athletes. Yes, sir. Definitely important to have a team-based approach. And you talk about building trust with athletes and having that team base, but I know you're personally enjoy getting your hands dirty and working with these athletes. So let's just visit a little bit about some of the, the certifications or some of the treatment tools that you use on a daily basis uh, that help keep these athletes healthy or when they get injured, help them uh, return to the field a little bit quicker. Sure. You know, so I think, you know, like you said, uh, we put a ton of time, effort and emphasis on injury prevention, you know, and so, um, a lot of the things we do from a movement screening analysis, you know, corrective exercise program. Um, again, you even just going kind of further in that kind of comprehensive, um, you know, healthcare team, you know, the hydration protocols and plans that we have in place with uh, Kaylin Stitcher, who um, heads up our nutrition department with football, you know, um, the equipment staff and uh, the job that they do with fitting pads, fitting helmets, you know, you know, proper footwear, all those things that we as a team all put together and work together on, you know, and our strength staff, Coach Hockey, and hit, you know, the staff that he has put together and, um, you know, all working as one, doing all those things with the number, you know, number one kind of on our list there, injury prevention, right? We're trying to prevent the injuries that we can. Football's a rough and tough sport, a lot of contact, collision sport so you know sometimes those contact injuries right are are going to be tough to tough to avoid but the things like the soft tissue injuries or um heat illness cramping um you know uh chronic overuse type injuries all those sorts of things you know i think we put so much time effort and emphasis into trying to prevent those things and um like you said everyone has to work as a team and understand the goals and know we're all working together for it and, you know, um, you know, put the egos aside and understand it's not about us. It's about, it's about the team. And so I think we're all, all in that together. And so, you know, it doesn't take a special certification necessarily to, to do all of those things, but, you know, it just takes a, a team approach and a willingness to put the student athletes and the team, um, you know, ahead of ourselves. And so I think we, that's something that's, you know, I think, you know, done really well here at UL and something that we're all proud of. But, um, you know, going into other certifications and things that we you do, you know, I am dry needling certified, uh, you know, also certified in the Owens blood flow restriction uh, training. Uh, so we, we have a we have a Owens uh, blood flow restriction tourniquet system. Um, you know, for those who may not know what that is, so basically it is a it is a FDA approved device um, has a Doppler system within it and um, basically cuts off blood flow to the limb that you're that you're trying to exercise, which um, results in being able to gain muscle, gain strength, um, even you know healing of tissue of bone things like that within the body cause those systemic changes by cutting off a certain percentage of blood flow to 
to that limb and, you know, being able to strengthen the limb without having to put a heavy load on it. So, you know, you can get the strength benefits of a heavy squat onto your quads and uh, hamstrings, glutes, those sorts of things without having to put several hundred pounds of weight on your back. And so I think that's been a huge tool for us for, um, especially in the post-surgical uh, post-surgical realm of, of, of rehab. And, you know, so those are kind of a couple of the um, dry needle and certifica- or, uh, extra certifications that, you know, I personally have, um, you know, Shane and Matt share, you know, similar, similar um, certifications as well. And we also have members of our staff that are, you know, going through the uh, performance enhancement specialist and uh, corrective exercise specialist, you know, CES and PES um, certifications as well. So I think we have a vast, you know, uh, variety and um, of certifications there, you know, amongst our staff. So that helps us give that kind of holistic approach um, and care to the, to the student athletes. And, you know, one thing I'll say for, you know, athletic trainers specifically, we kind of, yeah, I guess we, I think we kind of pride ourselves on, you know, being kind of jacks of all trade, right? We have a lot, we wear a lot of hats during the day. So we're rehabbing, right? We're taping, uh, you know, we're doing treatments on guys, but then also, like I said, you know, the uh, specialty hydration things, you know, um, um, insurance, you know, all those sort of, you know, we're, we're very, we have to be very well versed in all those kind of different areas as well that just kind of are the day-to-day job. And so um, I think those are things that we all, pride ourselves in, um, you know, maybe not having a special certification for, but being able to have the training and experience in to do on a day-to-day basis. What has been your experience on some of those uh, injury prevention protocols, whether it be at UL or one of your previous stops? Uh, do you subscribe to uh, one of the um, ones that are in the community out there, like the FMS or SFMA, or do you just get with your strength staff and, and other colleagues and, and develop your own kind of uh, screening protocol, what, what has been your experience currently or in the past uh, when looking sure. from an injury pre- prevention perspective? Sure, you know, so I think, you know, and that's something too that we're, you know, continuing to evolve and grow, you know, um, that's, that's, like I said, the one area that we put so much effort and emphasis on, right? And so there's so much that goes into that, you know, from, a, from just a screening perspective, you know, right now, um, we use a program called Fusionetics that has a movement screening tool. So you're able to go take the, take the athlete through, you know, multiple, several different types of movements. And you're, you're basically evaluating from head to toe on each of those movements and looking for those, right, imbalances, you know, um, lacks of flexibility, lack of range of motion. Um, you know, those sorts of things throughout each, each of those movements. And then, you know, the great thing I love about Fusionetics is it's, um, you know, it, it's, it kind of does a lot of the data crunching for you on that. And so it just, it's very helpful in, in helping pinpoint and target those, um, those needed areas of, of work with, with each of our athletes. And so from there, then, you know, we're able, you know, I think, just like in, you know, with PTs or doctors or whoever, you know, I think try to take an evidence-based approach to what we do. So with our corrective exercise programs, yes, we kind of, you know, I guess come up with those on our own, but using, you know, um, evidence-based practice there to, you know, 
decide on what exercises we're using for this specific guy based on his injury history, based on his movement screening, kind of what, what needs to be done to help out there. And I guess even to take it a step further, you know, um, you know, obviously the constant communication between us and the strength staff on things like that, they know, especially when an athlete comes in brand new, right. They've never gone through these movements before. I think coach hockey and his staff do a great job of, introducing those movements to them before they just, you know, before they start, um, you know, loading them a lot. So we, you know, between that, between Coach Hockey and his staff and what they see with them, we're able to kind of, um, you know, know what we need to work on with each of these guys. And then, two from there, you know, we, for each period of the year, so whether it's winter conditioning, spring football, summer conditioning, or the season, we, <clears throat> we do a pretty – and Matt Wozniak, the kind of heads this up. We do an extensive um, um, kind of injury tracking system. So we can go back and look. So every injury we had, right, did it um, did it cause and lost time? Was it contact or non-contact? Was it um, – was he properly hydrated that day? Um, you know, what was the weather like? What kind of shoes was he wearing? What period of practice did it happen in? And, you know, so we take that data as well, and then we can make the necessary changes in our end, whether it's in the athletic training room, what we need to focus more on with correctives or uh, recovery, you know, or hydration. You know, Coach Hockey looks at that and says, what more can I do for my end? Coach Napier is great with that as well. You know, from a practice standpoint, what can I do to, to, to help with those numbers? And so it's just a whole holistic approach to that. And so I think that's kind of the – approach we really take there. Gotcha. Talk a little bit about who's had the biggest influence on your personal and professional growth. <clears throat> yeah, you know, that's, um, you know, I guess that's a, a tough question. I think I've been, well, it's easy, but I mean, I think I've been very fortunate um, everywhere I've been and the people that I've worked for, worked with, and um, people just in the profession that I've gained, um, you know, relationships with everywhere I've been. And so, I mean, it's hard to just, you know, say one, but, you know, the, you know, kind of the main ones, you know, from my time at Utah, Eric Yoakum, who was the head football athletic trainer there, you know, I, I tell people all the time, my two years as a GA at Utah, that was probably my biggest period of growth, both personally and professionally. And Eric, you know, was the, was the reason there for that. And then, um, so Kyle Johnston, who's now the head athletic trainer for the Miami Dolphins, but um, he was the head athletic trainer at Louisville while I was there and um, you know his impact was more you know just his, he's so great at relationships with players relationships with coaches how to handle personalities and things like that and I just learned so much so much from him and then my time at Mississippi State the two athletic trainers I worked for there Dan Jacoby who's now the uh, director at Texas A&M and head football athletic trainer and Thomas Callens who's still the head athletic trainer uh, at Mississippi State, you know, both of those guys were just incredible friends and mentors to me during that time. Um, and then, you know, even past that, just athletic training, you know, the strength coaches I've been able to work with um, who have taught me so much just about, you know, what they're looking for in the weight room, what they need in the weight room. You know, uh, Nick Savage, who's at University of Florida now, Anthony Paroli, who is uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then coach hockey here at UL, all those guys have been such a influence on me and helped me just learn so much about 
the weight room there. And then just even Coach Napier, you know, I've learned just so much from him and, you know, um, just helped me, you know, you know, understand the importance of culture, right, and interpersonal relationships and, you know, that people, you know, are really what matter, um, you know, the most important thing with any in any organization uh, team, you know, whatever it may be. And he's just helped me grow so much in this year and a half I've been here as well. So very fortunate that I've worked with some of those people. And, um, and um, you know, it's just, like I said, that's all I can say. I've been pretty lucky. Yeah, definitely extensive group of uh, mentors there for you and definitely can tell that you're uh, on the path for continuous learning and, and want to better your career uh, from an athletic training standpoint. When we look back to some of the people that you've worked with in the past, describe a special moment uh, in the field of athletic training uh, when you were working with a specific athlete or a specific team that, that you often think back to and say, man, that was a special time in my career. Sure. Yeah, you know, um, like I said, I mean, that's it's tough. You know, I think, like, you know, I keep going back to, I think the um, big thing for us, the relationships that we build with the, with the athletes that we work with and the people that we work with, right, or the – is kind of – you know, what, what really just resonates with me, you know, like, honestly, anytime I, you know, if it's a former athlete, you know, if I get a text from a former athlete, like, that's just, I don't know, to me, that's, um, I don't know, that's just always an awesome experience, you know, especially if it's from a, um, a former school or someone I haven't worked with in a couple of years, you know, it's just that, you know, um, that just always feels great that, you know, you know that you and that person had a great relationship and y'all had impacts on each other. And uh, same thing for the, you know, the people I've worked with or worked for, you know, I've, all those guys I mentioned earlier, I stay in contact with. And so hearing from them, you know, is always, you know, I, that's just always a, such a great, great feeling to hear from them. And even, you know, our like current players, you know, if I get, like just getting a text that has nothing to do with an injury or getting treatment or feeling sick, like just getting, getting a text about something they saw on TV that day or like, or a, whatever, a, a meme about the Cowboys that they saw. So I'm a big Cowboys fan or something like those, those types of moments, you know, really, um, really mean a lot to me, you know, and like I said, the, that relationship with them and the people I work with are, I think are, you know, what are, what are so memorable. Right. And so being able to continue those relationships along the way and then, I think the only other thing that really stands out, you know, or not the only other thing, but, you know, another one is just those, um, you know, those big games, you know, that, you know, been a part of and even, you know, I never, um, you know, I don't think any athletic trainer can take, can take credit at all for, uh, for winning a game, for a team winning a game, but it's always cool to be part of that experience um, when a big game does happen. And so those, those are, uh, um, you know, those are ones that you just kind of stand out and having those pictures post-game of everybody hugging on each other and stuff are cool, great to look back on and, you know, think about those times with those people. Definitely some long days and long hours in athletic training, but uh, can speak from a personal level. And I know you touched on it when you, when you achieve those goals as a team, definitely uh, memorable moments. And with those long days and long hours, uh, a lot of times, not only athletic trainers, but other healthcare professionals deal with a, a multitude of things such as burnout or, or uh, various mental health conditions. But what are some things that you do 
to uh, refuel on a personal professional level from a hobby standpoint uh, to make sure that you're at your best self uh, when you go to work? What are some of your hobbies that, that you do to uh, decompress and get away from, from the field of athletic training? Sure. You know, um, Hey, if you asked, uh, if you asked my fiance, uh, she'd probably tell you I'd never step away from <laughs> athletic training and it never, it never stops. And, you know, to a certain extent, that's uh that's a little true. It's just kind of a, you know, it's, you know, you're, you're kind of just always, uh, you know, the wheels are always turning. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to turn off, I guess, you know, um, um, but, you know, for, for me personally, you know, I think having her, my fiance, Stephanie, and then, you know, our dog, Kevin Costner, like, obviously I just, I, uh, I love the, love the time I do get to spend with them and, and being with them. And, you know, we, we try to stay out, you know, get outdoors, play golf, um, you know, take the dog on long walks, you know, all those sorts of things. Those are always, you know, to me, you know, the time I get to spend with them and, um, you know, doing those sorts of things, fishing, uh, playing golf, being outside. I think those are always, um, you know, they come around rarely, but and so when you take, when you take, uh, uh, take advantage of those times, I think it's always, uh, it's always kind of a memorable, memorable experience and help you recharge the batteries a little bit and, and, um, and get out there and go. So those are kind of some of the things that I, you know, personally for me that I love to love to do. And, um, um so yeah definitely some good hobbies there being outdoors kind of tying it into the sports realm uh, we spent a lot of time talking about uh your past and some current things that you do at at ul uh, with the football team but let's move to the future what what excites you about uh, either your personal growth future or the future of athletic training uh what, what's exciting for you right now moving forward yeah you know um i think uh you know this obviously this time of COVID was, you know, obviously just, um, you know, different for everyone, but I think, you know, just personally between um, myself, Matt and Shana, you know, our kind of football staff, I think we were, um, you know, we were able to kind of take a step back and take advantage of the time and, you know, maybe do more of a kind of program review, I guess. And, and even some, you know, kind of um, more kind of research. Uh, we, we had a kind of a journal club going just amongst ourselves. And, you know, again, I think all of us share a passion for um, injury prevention. And, you know, so I think the things that excite us are some of the things that we've, um, you know, researched and talked about and found, you know, kind of within that realm. And, um, you know, as far as being able to implement those things into our daily practice and continue to learn and how we can improve those. And so I think for the, you know, personally here, just with us, you know, I think that's what's, you know, that's what excites us about our future here at, at UL and just um, continuing to, you know, like you and Brian Sony are such great, um, great, um, you know, um, resources and, you know, influences too. And, you know, our, you know, like Brian always calls it, you know, talking shop, you know, you know, just kind of cutting up and, you know, talking about those things. I think, you know, we've, you know, just learned so much from that and from you guys. And, you know, that, that gets me like juiced up when I learn something from, from y'all or from a article or it's something that we can implement, you know, that just kind of gets me juiced up and gets me excited to implement it. And, 
you know, see how it works. Um, and, you know, I think that's kind of at least, um, you know, kind of from our staff, I think what, what gets us going. But then, you know, too, I think, uh, I think it's a pretty exciting time to be uh, associated with Louisiana football as well. I mean, I think, uh, you know, looking forward, I think that's, um, we've got, uh, we've got, you know, I think a great team here and, you know, obviously coming off an exciting 11 and two season and looking to build off of that going into this year. And so I think that's, that's certainly exciting for everyone involved in that as well. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, I think the, the future itself is, is what's exciting and continuing to learn more and figure out what's out there and, um, you know, do what we can to grow and, you know, provide better, a better service for, for our athletes, I think is, I mean, to me, I mean, I know I've said it a thousand times, but that's what, that's what's exciting, exciting to me. And I think exciting to our staff here at UL as well. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, as we round up and bring it to a close, this is a, a question that we end up with all our guests here on Well Within Reach. Uh, and sometimes it's a tough question, especially for a young guy like yourself. Uh, but we always want to think about the legacy and and what do we leave behind. And um, I want to just leave you with this question to kind of see what you want to share with our audience members. But when everything is all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, not only in a profession of athletic training, but even personally. What, what do you want your legacy to be? Sure. You know, I think – you know, first and foremost, as a, you know, as an athletic trainer, you want to, again, you want to know that your, um, that your athletes were taken care of, right? That, you know, you, you put them first and you, uh, you know, did right by all of them. And then, you know, I think with that, again, like we've talked about so many times here, um, is that relationship aspect with all of them, um, the relationships you build with them and those lasting uh, lasting relationships you have with the people you work with, you know, your staff, the, the athletes, I think that's, um, you know, that's what I want my legacy to be that, you know, some guys currently on this team now, you know, 10 years from now, I would hope that they would feel comfortable enough and, you know, to call me, to call me up anytime, just, you know, whatever, if it's something, something, whether it's, you know, to shoot the breeze or, you know, 10 years from now, they've got a ache and pain that they, you know, or want to ask me about or, you know, whatever the case is, like, uh, I would hope that, you know, my day-to-day -day interaction with them there would, um, you know, let them feel comfortable enough to, um, to do that, you know, down the road past their time where they're here at UL. So hopefully it's just long-lasting relationships building with them that uh, would hopefully be my, be my legacy, you know. So I think that's number one. Appreciate it. As we come to a close, if you could just share with the audience anything that uh, you didn't get a chance to share with that you, you would like to uh, expand on and then also kind of leave them a calling card, whether email address or somewhere is where they can reach you. I know you're probably often found at the athletic field house there at uh, University of Louisiana, but you can just let audience members know where they can reach out to you. If they would want more information about you, athletic training, or any of the other things that you may have discussed on this podcast. Yeah, sure. Well, I just, I just want to say again, JD, I uh, really appreciate you. Appreciate you having me on. This has been uh, certainly been fun and, you know, love again to have anytime get to talk to you over there. It's uh it's always a good, good time and good conversation. So I definitely appreciate you uh, allowing me to come on here with you. And uh, man, like you said, you know, I think 
you know, if you do, anyone does have any questions or anything, my email is probably the best way to get a hold of me. And that's patrick.richards at louisiana.edu. Um, and then, you know, uh, again, I think a lot of uh, exciting things coming up this year with the team. And so, you know, come check us out. You know, let's pack Cajun Field this fall and, um, you know, hope, uh, hope to build off a little bit of the success we had last this past season. Well, thank you for taking the time out your busy schedule to join us today, Pat. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you, J.D. I appreciate it. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Well Within Reach. As a team, we hope that you find what we share here helpful on your journey. Whether you are battling physical issues or looking for kindred folks, we are honored to have the opportunity to connect with you. If you're looking for more information about our company, please visit mtspts.com. If you are looking to join our team, you can find all our career opportunities on our website under the Careers tab. We believe in the power of physical movement along with emotional and spiritual connection. If you have content ideas for our podcast or feedback of any kind, you can reach us at podcast at mtspts.com. If you found value from it, please share it with a friend. Make sure you also subscribe so you get notified each week as a new episode releases. You can subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We would be extremely grateful for that as your reviews help encourage others to listen in. Remember, your best self is well within reach, and so is our next episode. We hope you join us then.